So hey everybody, welcome back. I am Tiffany Carlson and this is Spinalpedia's Disability Employment Success Stories. I am the Executive Director of Spinalpedia.com and today we are joined by Dick, Dick Crum. He is from Stillwater, Minnesota and we are super excited to have him on and to share his employment journey with you guys. So hey Dick, welcome. Hello, greetings. Thank you for joining me to like let me talk to you about your employment journey and your a little bit about your, your disability. I know we're doing these awesome videos just to kind of talk about what people have done after their injuries and how they got to where they're at today. So sure. let's start by talking about your disability. Um, please tell me how your spinal cord injury happened. Yeah, I was in a car accident um, quite a number of years ago now. So. Uh, I ended up being a T5 paraplegic, okay. so that's my level. Yeah. Okay, so that was a while ago, and so how old were you when your injury occurred? I was 19, yep. All right, so that age was, you know, what kind of job did you have at that age, and where, where, were, where were you in life at that time? Yeah, well, I was in college, and uh, I was actually training to um, go back to the farm. I grew up on a farm, and so I was gonna farm okay. with my dad. Okay. And uh, the car accident sort of changed everything, you know. Right. And then, so I had to kind of rethink my entire uh, work strategy you know, for the future going forward. Because um, after briefly trying to help my dad for a while, I just realized it just wasn't going to work because yeah. it's such a physically demanding kind of job. So I had to rethink that. Yeah, that's a bummer. So at that point, what did you do? What were the what were like the fields you were thinking about? Yeah, and I was really, and this is probably common for lots of us that have been injured, is now what? You know, we're not really sure what to do now. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's, and for me, it was, I mean, I actually, it took some time of searching and thinking about what do I do now to go forward? And I eventually decided to go back to school. So I enrolled at, yeah, we're in Minnesota. So I enrolled at uh, Marshall, Southwest State, Minnesota in Marshall because cool. it was, an accessible school built to be accessible. Yeah. Um, so I went, went there and uh, started working on a degree. And again, I, I wasn't yeah. sure exactly what I wanted to do. So yeah. tried tried one major, you know, wasn't happy with that. Tried another major, wasn't happy with that. So I eventually ended up just uh, graduating with a degree in business. Okay. Um, and so I uh, graduated from Southwest State then. And with my uh, BS in business, and so then I started job searching and it took a while for me to find a job, but I eventually got one here in St. Paul. When you were back at, when you were in college, did you, yes. at the, when you were there, did you receive, I mean, some people are always curious to know this, like any state vocational supports, were you able to use the DVR system at that time or was it really in place for you? I did uh, use DVR, so they um, paid for my tuition. Oh. Um, so I still had to pay for books and I still had to pay for room and board there at the dorm, but tuition of course was awesome and I, I'm eternally grateful for that system to be in place for me where I could at least get reimbursed for that. So, and tell yeah. us, and that was, you got it all paid for, right? Because it's a state institution, correct? Just so people are curious. Correct. State institution and I had a DVR counselor that I met with every year to just kind of review where I was at and, and so he approved then my tuition for the next year if I was saying I want to go back to college. That's great. So, uh, okay, so you got your business degree and you kind yes. of came out, you came out of the program, out of college with almost no college debt, which right there is great. 
Right, and of course back then, this was many years ago now, so back then, you know, college was way cheaper than it is now. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of debt, and uh, I did have some loans that I took out um, to pay for room and board. Mm -hmm. So I did have some student loans that I um, had to get paid off eventually, but it wasn't overwhelming like it is can, can be now. So that was yeah. way more challenging. It is. Yeah. It, it's a lot. Yeah, we were back in the day. It was a lot easier, wasn't it? Um, so yeah. you got your business degree, and so right. you're out. You're out in the real world with a, you know, you're paraplegic, and so you know you're already. I mean, you know, you're dealing with some people that aren't sure if you can even Absolutely. do the job. So what kind of jobs did you apply to? Well, um, I applied for some various. I I was still interested in some sort of ag related. Okay. job um since that was what i grew up in and what was what was my interest yeah and so i was applying for various sort of ag business kinds of jobs okay. including cargill was when i interviewed up here in minneapolis at cargill yeah and um i eventually ended up uh i interviewed at a place called farm credit services which is in downtown st paul okay and um the guy that interviewed me um uh, it was i mean like you're saying it's people are kind of wondering like, well, can you do the job? I mean, how, how capable are you? Yep. And you know, there's lots of doubt. Um, and so they, I interviewed with this guy and then they actually called when I, when I was at Southwest state, I played wheelchair basketball Oh, cool. and uh, with the famous Lou Shaver and um, nice. they called him to ask him like, well, what, what should we do? You know, if we consider hiring this guy <laughs> and, and my coach was so funny cause he goes, just get out of his way. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, that's he was, a good answer. <laughs> my coach was awesome. He just said, like, "Just get out of his way and let him do let him do the work." You know, Aww, so that's great. Um, mm -hmm. And I found, of course, this out later on. I didn't know it at the time. What you know, <laughs> conversations they had. Um, and, that's great. And truth be told, it, I mean, it took a while for the wheels to turn. So I, okay. you know, they didn't offer me a job right away. Mm. And actually, it was a number of months later. When they called me out of the blue and said, "Hey, we've got this job that's up. I remembered you from your interview and from the conversation with your coach." Oh. And so they asked me to come up to interview at St. Paul because mm. I was still okay. living at the farm then. Okay. And so I did, and they offered me the job, and so I awesome. was very thrilled, and I was able to start my career. That's amazing. I mean, that must just be a huge feeling. So, how old were you when you got that job? I was 27. So, Ooh, that's yeah. a good age. So when you received that job, did you need any accommodations at work? And how did you ask for them if you needed anything? Yeah, good question. So, and typically, uh, I mean, since I was a para and not a quad, and I'm mm -hmm. totally impressed with quadriplegics at work because it's such a challenge, just yep. everyday living. Mm -hmm. um, but since I was a para, I had my arms. And so really the only thing I needed was a desk that was tall enough right. where I could get my knees under. Yep, yep. Um, everything else worked fine with me. And so all of the jobs that I had over the years, uh, you know, that was my first, first and usually only ask was a desk that I could get my knees under. And so they were always very accommodating with, yeah, we can do that. So, okay. um, so, so what uh, was it like when you got that job at 27, what was the yeah. position? What were, obviously it's a desk job. So what were you Right, doing? desk job. And all my jobs have been desk jobs over the years here. Um, and it was an administrative assistant. I was working actually in the ag loan department okay. for a person that had a loan. Um, they had responsibility over a portfolio of loans. And so I was okay. able to help them. And cool. it, was, it was a great place to start and a great way to start a career because, yeah, we're, 
we don't really have any clue about what you know what they're looking for in the everyday world so yeah, yeah. awesome so at that point like i you know this is kind of cool i that so you're now you're an older and so what how did you kind of work through your way up the work ladder and what took i mean i don't have to go into detail but like kind of right. what positions did you go into have and what do you work what's your position now right well, I, um, I started out as I, as I said, this assistant in this uh, lawn department. And uh, this was way back in the Stone Age where there wasn't any computers. Um, so we did everything by hand on ledgers and all that. Oh, and yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, the personal computer came out and I was totally enthralled and interested in how they worked and how, what they did. Yeah. And uh, so I started spending a lot of my, my free time kind of exploring what they did and what I could do with them. And mm -hmm. I started showing my boss, hey, I, I could do this on a spreadsheet for you. I totally eliminate a bunch of you know manual labor and all that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he was very impressed and uh, was totally engrossed and enthralled with what I could do with a spreadsheet. Uh, and so I started kind of expanding that. And so I sort of made myself invaluable with uh, my computer skills because it was so the technology was so new and nobody knew a thing about it. <laughs> and so I, I was an expert. I became an expert just because of the time I spent in my free time learning how they worked and what they did and how I could apply that to my job and to other people's jobs. So cool. um, eventually over the year, eventually I ended up in the IT department um, okay. because people in IT didn't really know about them either. So. Uh, my career, you know, eventually morphed into IT and not um, farm loans. Okay. And so I spent the majority of my career, and I am retired now, I'm a couple of years retired, but All right. and the majority of my career was in IT because that was kind of what where my interest was and what I, my skills ended up being in. Mm -hmm. So, but the key was I spent a lot of my free time at, at that crucial time of technology figuring it out on my own and, and figuring out how to computers worked and what I could do with them. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's awesome. So how many years did you uh, work until you retired? So I worked for 35 years, um, mm. which was really, I'm so blessed, you know, by being able to work that long yeah. and just meet a lot of people and, you know, do a lot of work challenges and, you know, and IT was something I really liked a lot. So it yeah. was uh, a place I ended up, um, at where I like to work, you know, what I like to do, so. What did you like since you retired? So if you, what did you like most about being employed when you were working? Um, I loved the people contact. Uh, I loved working with people and just fixing their problems and making their life better because, you know, people are trying to do their job and a lot of folks don't know anything about technology. They just want to get their job done. <laughs> and that's what technology should be is a tool to help us get our job done. You know, they don't need to be an expert. So yep. I love to be able to just fix their problems and so they could move on with their job. And I loved, you know, in the, in the jobs I had in IT, there was lots of varieties. So I loved uh, the fact that I had a variety every day. When I, whenever, every day when I showed up at work, I never knew what I was going to be working at. Oftentimes, and oftentimes there was a surprise waiting for me. But Absolutely. I love that. I love the variety and I love the challenge yep. of every day. Yeah. What, why do you think being employed with a disability is important? Well, first of all, because, I mean, for me, it gave me structure, which I really liked, because then it gave me uh, a reason to get up in the morning, and it gave me a reason to, hey, I need to get up and go solve these problems for people. Yeah. So it gave me a lot of reason, and also, more importantly, it gives us 
purpose and worth individually mm -hmm. because yep. you know when we're when we when we become disabled we often wonder like well can i do anything am i worth yeah. anything yeah and so it really gets back to our self-worth and our importance as a person to be able to contribute to society Absolutely. and so yeah so for me it was it gave me a lot of purpose and worth that i think works for everybody that hey when you're when you have a job you have something that you can uh, contribute to to people to society that's a good answer. I love that. Yeah. I agree completely. So last question, what yeah. advice, um, what advice would you give to someone who has a disability and, is, and they're interested in working? What would you tell them? Right. Well, first of all, I think it's really important to, you know, as we're dealing with a disability, whatever it might be, to get your health um, to a point where it can be consistent and where you can be as able as you can be. Um, mm -hmm. Because you know, employers want to be able to count on you and to be able to count that count on that you're going to show up every day and show up on time and be able to contribute. You know, yeah. I mean, and work work can be a little bit cruel that way, but you know, that's the real world. Is that they need to be able to count on you. So yeah. I think it's important, first of all, to get your health as absolutely rock solid as you, as you can, mm -hmm. because we need to be able to count on our health to get up in the morning every day and, and go yeah. to work. Yeah. And so whatever that takes, and for me, it was a, uh, a discipline that, hey, here's, here's the programs I do every day that keeps me healthy. Yeah. You know, figure that out, um, because it's super important to yeah. figure that out and know, here's what I have to do to stay healthy. And when I'm healthy, then I can contribute, you know, in a job. That's a so, very, good very good advice. You should know your, yeah, know your limitations before you take that job. So you're not going to disappoint yourself or your employer. Right. And then you, and then, then you can share with your employer that, Hey, here's the things I deal with. And so there may be a day or two during the month where I have to be gone because I've got an appointment with the doctor. I've got to do some therapy or I've yep. got to do some sort of, um, some sort of thing that keeps me going, that keeps me healthy. Yeah. And most employers are super uh, accommodating and understanding that, hey, here's what I got to do to keep this employer, employee going. Because it's really, it's really expensive to train in somebody new and to hire somebody new. Yeah. So if, if you've got your foot in the door and you're working, you know, they're, they're going to be more apt to keep you going, whatever it takes, than to have to start over with somebody new. So, um, so just, you know, keep keep your employer, your employer up to date about here's what I need. Here's what things that I have to, you know, that have to happen for me to keep going. So that's an excellent tip. Yeah. No, just constantly keep people in the loop because you'll have a better job and you'll, I think you'll have a better resume too because of it. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, one of the mm -hmm. things that I ended up, um, not only did I want my desk high enough to get my knees under, but later on I started having some back issues and sitting issues. And I asked, oh. I, I asked my boss, Hey, can you get me a standing frame? So when I'm at work, uh, at, at my desk job, I can stand up, get off my rear end, you know, help, help my back out. And, you know, they're fairly expensive, you know, but she was like, you know what? Um, this is going to be way cheaper for me to get buy a standing frame than to go hire somebody new and start out, start from scratch mm -hmm. because I had this wealth of experience already at this job. And so they bought a standing frame and they bought a desk that would come up and down with me. Wow. <laughs> um, and so I was able to come into work and stand up uh, in the standing frame and work at my desk. And actually it was funny because the standing desk was so, people were so impressed with it that it got really popular and almost everybody at work eventually got a standing desk. So they yeah. could stand. 
Maybe you're the person yeah. that started the Sandy de Desk trend. Well, I was it, it was a trend for sure because now mm -hmm. most of the people there have standing desks where they could go stand up and bring their desk up with them. Yeah. And so they could stand and work. Uh, I had a frame too that helped me do that. Wow, but that but it sort of a, it did start up a, a trend for sure. Yeah, that's great. What a nice combination. Your job helped you with all of that. That's really really cool. It was. Yeah, I had a super accommodating boss and understanding boss that understood that it's way cheaper to to help me out and figure out how to keep me working than it was to go start from scratch and hire somebody new. So, and that's yeah. totally true, not just for me but everybody. So. Yeah. Yes. At the end of the day, I think the greatest takeaway from our conversation is that, you know, you're, you, we are all about very valuable employees. And once we get in, in the, our foot in the door, our wheel in the door, if, right. we, make, if, we, if we make sure we, we're good, they're going to want us there for sure. I mean, right. that's good. To, I, you had a great employment experience. What a good, I mean, you probably have a great retirement package, huh? Well, and that's one of the, you know, we asked about the advantages of working. And one of the advantages, of course, is first to get paid. That's yeah. a good advantage. And secondly, you know, I got paid healthcare. So, uh, nice. and nice. for a lot of us, that healthcare is a big issue. I, I get it, boy. So, um, so if you can get paid healthcare for your employer, that's, it's huge. And uh, so. Yeah. You did good. You did smart, Dick. You did a great job. What a great yeah. decision you made in life. Well, I hope you enjoy your retirement. Thank you so much for sharing your success uh, journey uh, with us. And, um, you know, enjoy your retirement, you know, and I hope that you know that your employment journey will really sure help other people that are watching. So thank oh, for you. sure. I hope so. Yeah. Th thank you so much and have a great, uh, have a great day, Dick. Thank you. Yeah, again. You too. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.